Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. What do you think happens when we die, Camelopards? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're going to have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Welcome back, mortals, to Hanksy Banksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your blood. <laughs> that took an eternity. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't... You should look at the clock. It's only been like 40 seconds. Uh-huh. But, uh, man. If we did the whole rest of the podcast with, with, with these exit and at these base. Yes, we would not have to talk about the movie much at all, which no. maybe would be good to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this week I'm Luke Patrick. I'm a hapless lawyer who's sent to Transylvania. Man, what hijinks are going to happen to me? Yeah, Transylvania, as he calls it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk about that accent. Yeah, so obviously, folks, we watched 1992's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yep, a Francis Ford Coppola flick. It is. Luke, the watch. Um, pretty unremarkable. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Yeah, nothing to report. Sam, what was your watch like? Nothing interesting. Uh, now, just to sort of satiate my curiosity, what did you end up doing for dinner? Funny you should ask. So we door-dashed from a local burger delivery place. Was um, it Purple Cow? It was Purple Cow. No one cares what it is, Sam. We keep saying this. People I, in Sweden don't know what Purple I Cow don't. is. Luke, Luke, do you think I do this show for people in Sweden? Fuck no, I don't. <laughs> I do it for me. That's fair. Yeah, so we did uh, we did purple cow, but mm-hmm. first first order. He's, so this is where things go wrong immediately because I've just said our first DoorDash. Yeah, uh, that's not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> did show up. Had my shake. I had everybody else's food. Did not include my big beautiful steak knife burger. Um, oh, that's yeah. a problem. Did not have my food, so I complained to DoorDash, 
Who, by the way, fold over like a wet, wet napkin. If you oh, push yeah. on them at all, they're like, here's your money back. I could, I could be complaining every order. And their algorithm yeah. is just going to be like, yeah, here's $30 off. Can I tell you, I was using a Bite Squad one night, and yeah. I just, like, I was by myself, and I was really hungry. And my order, like, it it went past the estimated time that the order was going to get get to my house. Yeah. And th- there had been no movement on it whatsoever, like, no one no one assigned to it, nothing. And so, like, I just got kind of antsy about it, because I've, I've had times where, like, the order doesn't actually go through or sure. anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. I understand the the delivery anxiety dance for sure. Yeah. So I messaged them and and I was like, "Hey, I just want to make sure everything's all kosher with my order here." And um they were like, "Oh, yeah, let me look into it." And I don't know, I waited a couple minutes and then they said, "Yeah, it's on the way, but uh so sorry that this took so long. Here's like fucking it was like five or fifteen dollars yeah and i was like but but i just i just got impatient because i was hungry yeah (laughs) yeah that's how it works they know they got you for the long haul so they're okay to just throw you some bites uh every now and then but um so sam that was delivery one and my wonderful Mm -hmm. wife looked at me and said what are you gonna do for food and i was like i'll scrounge something and she was mm-hmm. like, no, dude, just order it again. And I whinged and moaned about how that would inconvenience people and how it would be weird to order oh, the same thing again. But... Because I am also a wet napkin. Um, you yeah. Do you really think the people at Purple Cow are like, Luke Patrick again? This guy's This hungry. fucking guy? Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> but that was the problem. I was really hungry. I disc golfed with, with you this morning. Mm-hmm. Then I went climbing for several hours. Uh, I've been you out need here. Meat. Yeah, I needed I needed a fucking huge burger to put in my face. Mm-hmm. So I did order it again, uh, and then a scant fifteen minutes later, which is incredibly quick, uh, food yeah. was at my door. So. Yeah, man. Now, I learned something uh, one time that uh, I ordered Purple Cow through Bite Squad. Yeah. And and part of the order didn't come through. I called the restaurant, and I was like, hey, we missed this order. Like, you know, part of this isn't here or whatever. Like, what do we do? And she was like, did you do Bite Squad or DoorDash? And I said, Bite Squad. And she went, yeah, so here's the thing. If, if you do it through DoorDash, I can talk with DoorDash, and they'll just send someone out, pick it up, and bring it back to you. Mm. No charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do Bite Squad, I, I got nothing for you. Yeah. They don't, they don't do that. So, um, so you can always try that next time. Hopefully yeah, there's could. not a next time. Yeah, hopefully there's no next time. Also, Bite Squad does continue to crack me up because in French it is Beat Squad. Uh, mm-hmm. The old dick squad, which is the old dick squad, hilarious to me. A bunch of people rolling around in vans that just say "dick squad" on the side of it. Hey, that's the squad I roll with. Yeah. Um. Anywho, man, that was the most remarkable thing about my watch. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Can I tell you I had kind of the opposite dinner problem? Okay, okay. you had too much food? Uh, sorta. So, um, so we had the inaugural Siegel, uh, redacted friend last name, mm-hmm. Dip Down. Oh, the Dip Down. You were telling me about the Dip Down, and I got very the excited about it. Dip Down. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, Kenna made a chocolate fondue that was exquisite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a charred scallion and lemon feta dip. Um, one of our friends made a, uh, let's see, it's just this phenomenal onion dip with like caramelized onions and shit. Oh, mm. French onion dip. So good. And then, um, and then her husband made uh it was a just a whipped uh feta with lemon or not lemon honey also just exquisite yeah we played some board games had a good time ate a lot of dip and and that was the problem Mm. i don't normally snack luke yeah and so you're not a snack you're not a snacky guy not at all like you Hmm, because I famously don't eat. We've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I eat at mealtimes and never outside of it. Weird. What if you get hungry? I wait. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Real, yeah. real cool guy over here. <laughs> no, I just like, I because I, I like eating at my mealtimes. And I don't have, like, the biggest appetite. Sure. Sure, sure. So if I, if I get hungry at like three and I eat something, then I end up not really being able to eat much for dinner. And sure. I like a, I like a reasonable sized dinner. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I'm following. I'm following. So, I consumed a lot of dip, around three to four p.m., and this became a problem because come six six thirty, which is about, about as late as I want to eat dinner. Not hungry. So I had two pieces of toast and some grapes. I mean, my dude still sounds like a pretty good... It sounds like a good haul for the tail end of your day. I mean, if you ate a yeah, bunch I mean, of dip... If you dipped with the best of them... Oh, we dipped down. I got dipped down hard. Yeah, if you got dipped down hard and then mm-hmm. had just like some toast and some fruit... Yeah, man, that makes sense to me. I mean, how do yeah. you feel now? You feel you feel full? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, um, you want to break down the plot of Dracula? Sure, bud. It's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, mm-hmm. For those who haven't read the book, uh, a lawyer who I want to say is Jonathan Harker. Uh, uh-huh gets sent to Transylvania to close some land deals in London because uh, it's 1865 1897 1897 1897 okay thank you sorry for a second my brain broke and I thought you were saying it was 1987 and I was going to be like yeah it's 1987 man London looked London's come because I've been there recently mm-hmm. it, it has come a long way since you know they've really they've really put a lot of money in, yeah. into 
into the city to to really bring it up to the times. Yeah, that or Thatcher just rat fucked. I mean, she did, but like, yeah, she did. really rat fucked the country so <laughs> much so that they were using horse drawn carriages. Um, yeah, and steam trains. Um, anyway, gets shipped off to Transylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, to close some land deals uh, for Dracula, who we all know is a vampire. Um, mm-hmm. Dracula goes back to London, seduces and murders a woman named Lucy, who is the best friend of Winona Ryder's character, the fiance of Jonathan Harker. Um, yeah, man, it's just, and then Van Helsing, the famous, you know, vampire hunter, gets involved. Mm-hmm. And trying to hunt down Dracula uh, across London and Transylvania, um, yeah, it's it's all the stuff you're familiar with, folks. Yeah, I would break it down further, but that's the loose sketch, mm-hmm. um, and we can go into details as we hit it. I mean, if you haven't read the book, which I feel like a lot of people have, especially after Dracula Daily, um, mm-hmm. then. It's, it's it's pretty good read. You could go read it. Uh, and I, then, now I'll I'll yeah. tell you I've I've heard the opposite about it being a good read. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, heard it's it's some pretty dry shit. Now, honestly, it really depends on whether or not you like classics, like yeah. classic like novels, not yes. like classics as in like ancient cultures. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a Victorian novel. Like, it's not going to yeah. be a fucking Grisham. Um, yeah. It ain't... Look, folks, it ain't Twilight, let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for vampire content on the heels of Twilight, Bram Stoker's Dracula is not going to cover you. Um, no. But anyway, yeah, we can go into more detail as we cover things, but it, it's, you know, the source of a lot of archetypes. Uh, as far as garlic and uh, mm-hmm. you know, the day affecting vampires, stick through the heart, cut off the head, tear out the heart, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You know, just like this is it. This is the wellspring from which uh, things. It you know what Bram Stoker ran or walked, excuse me, so that Twilight could run. Um, sure, run very very fast and sparkly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, jump through the trees, play good, good baseball. Luke, what'd you think? This movie is melodramatic. Mmm. Yep. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, Sam, what'd you You're think? You're not wrong. Clunky. This movie is clunky. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so, I feel like this is kind of a separate question. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I had a pretty good time with it. Okay, okay, okay. I did not. Okay. (laughs) You just have to turn off your brain and just vibe with it. This movie's nothing but vibes. Uh, It's fucking slow is what it is, my guy. Well, it's based on a Victorian novel. Man, I've seen shit that's based on Victorian novels and they fucking crank up the speed. Yeah, I mean, they could have... I'm not arguing with you. They for sure could have sped it up. Yeah, uh, old old Frank Coppola here could have, you know, 
put the gas on just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Cranked up a couple gears. Uh, yeah, no mm-hmm. no argument here. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, I do think it's funny that I said vibes. I can't remember exactly what the Oscars were. I think it was for editing. Best vibes. Uh, it was, yeah, they won Oscars for vibes, like editing, costume, and uh, effects, I think. Um, now, that's shocking. Yeah. Because the effects look like they were done in 1978. Literally, and then even so, Jonathan Harker post imprisonment by uh, by Dracula, his hair goes fully mm-hmm. white. Well, for Keanu, who plays Jonathan Harker, um, it looks like they used one of those like Party City, like yes, hairstyle cans to like turn uh-huh. his hair white. Yeah, the whole movie looks like it was filmed maybe like fifteen years prior to when it came out. Yeah. And I don't... Honestly, that's not a compliment, because, Luke, can I break your fucking brain for a second? Mm-hmm, sure. You know what comes out one year after this? Toy Story? Jurassic Park. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. Hmm. And, look... You can go back and look at Jurassic Park, and there are, um, like, CG elements of it that obviously do not look great now. Yeah. But everything that's practical still holds up pretty goddamn well. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And looks like it was made in a different century from this movie. Yeah. It's... Yeah. And here's the other thing about Jurassic Park. Fucking moves is the thing. It mm-hmm. moves quick. It's got <laughs> it's got what um, scientists call pacing. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a different era. They wrote... No. They got paid by the word. You know what I mean? Luke, I... Movies shouldn't have to wait for Anthony Hopkins to show up to become interesting. It does get a lot more interesting when Anthony Hopkins shows up, though, doesn't it? Yeah, no, the movie is, quite honestly, pretty shit. And then Anthony Hopkins shows up, and it's like, oh, there's a plot now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like half the movie. Kenna checked out so quick, she dipped before the halfway point. Damn, Kenna? Yeah. I mean, I don't blame her. Yeah. Well, what do you want to talk about, then? I want to talk about Keanu. Okay, let's talk about Keanu. Yeah, so we get Fancy Boy Keanu, which is quickly becoming my preferred flavor of Keanu. Interesting. Now, talk me through this. Because we've, t- we've seen the movie that you didn't watch... Um, Uh uh-huh, yeah, that was too fancy. Okay, what else has he been a fancy boy in? Uh, he was a fancy boy, uh, a little bit, uh, in the last movie, My Own Private Item. I, I, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Got him! (laughs) I was gonna say Idawa. Yeah, which is nothing. It's nothing. Uh, but my own private Idaho. 
Um, yeah. He was a fancy boy a little bit in that. Yeah, he was. He was a different flavor of fancy boy. Sure, a different flavor for sure. Yeah. But still a fancy boy, besuited boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so so we've seen two fancy boy in um, Dangerous Liaison. Mm-hmm. Um, a movie that I famously pissed during. Um, and then mostly we've just seen, like, stoner Keanu. Yeah. And I like Fancy Boy. I like a besuited Keanu. Looks good. Yeah, and I think it's to their credit later in his career. Because John Wick's in a suit. Kind yeah, of Yeah, he lot. is in a suit. Yeah, yeah, he's mostly in a suit, which is... Luke, I... I keep saying this, and I'm, I'm, I want to watch John Wick so fucking bad. Yeah. If only we could, but we do have bylaws that say we can't watch. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever talked about this. We can't watch a movie with starring an actor that we're currently doing out of order. I don't know if you've yeah. ever said that on the podcast. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we have, but like once we decide that we're going to watch or do a season on that actor we cannot watch their movies yeah uh by by choice i guess yeah um like if someone strapped me down sort of clockwork orange style and forced me to watch john wick which folks if there's anyone who who can do that for me please for the love of god um then you know i uh, that that i think we're allowed to do because we sort of don't have a choice yeah Otherwise, I think that'd though. be fair. Otherwise, taboo at best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, outright scandalous at worst. Um, yeah, but have we ever talked about going back to watch a movie in season? So let's say now, I wanted to watch my own private Idaho, like fifteen. I don't more know times. why you would. Yeah, I don't uh, know why I would either, but. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Because it's kind of like No Nut November and then painting the garage. Mm -hmm. So if you just wait long enough and we get to Wick, the Wick days, the Wickening, Mm -hmm. then you can Wick all you want, my man. Oh, but I will. I fully intend to. I'm going to Wick all over this shop. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to wick up the walls. I'm going to wick on the ceiling even. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to wick myself silly. Yeah, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to drain my nuts of wick. Yeah. Totally acceptable. Yeah, we've never talked mm-hmm. about it. I think that that'd be completely fine. Uh Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, um he tries an accent again. Okay, I want to talk about the accents in this movie. Yeah. Because we have Winona Ryder, not English. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have Keanu Reeves, also not English. Mm-hmm. Attempting to do English accents. Folks, were all the English people booked up? There's English actors out there. We have them in this movie. Yeah. But we got one um, of them doing a Transylvanian accent and another one doing a Dutch accent. So what is that's going supposed on? To be, 
That's supposed to be Dutch, huh? Yeah, it's supposed to be a Dutch accent. Yeah. God, goddamn Dutch. <laughs> you know, you know how um how I couldn't tell that it uh was a Dutch accent. Yeah, what was that? He doesn't do the weird Dutch like snowman. Snowman. Yeah. Yeah, I don't or know how precise. Dutch boy. I don't know how precise the accent is. Uh, the accent work from Anthony Hopkins is on this I just guy. assumed he was German. Yeah, he does say ya a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but I feel like Winona Ryder does a, a decent job. Yeah, two people that are giving it their damnedest. Winona Ryder does a pretty okay job. Gary Oldman mm-hmm. is Dracula. I don't. I have no reference for how accurate his accent is, but he it's consistent. Yeah. It mm-hmm. sounds natural, and he sticks with it throughout the whole movie. Yeah, I will say when we first come across uh, Dracul, um, he is fairly incomprehensible. Yeah. Uh, I did have to put on the subtitles. Well, now you've just joined our club, because we always watch with subtitles. I hate watching the subtitles. Well, you can hear good, so... Yeah, it's... So, it's not even that. It's that I find them so distracting. Mm. Like, I... it It's like a compulsion. Like, if the subtitles are there, I have to read them. And sure. they draw so much of my attention from the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's, it's why I also don't like to have subtitles, like, during video games. I see. I could... Because it's all I look at. Yeah. Yeah. So did you turn them off again later, or did you leave them on? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I turned them off later. Must be well, nice. Honest, honestly, I turned them off once I started giving a shit about the movie again. Mm. I was like, yeah. oh, Anthony Hopkins is here, and there's oh, there's a plot. Okay, yeah. I, I care about the viewing experience again. Yeah. So I, I turned it right back off. I guess that's good. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I tell you? I do wonder, legitimately, if part of the problem is that um, that you're relying on the TV speakers, which TV speakers are notoriously crummy. No, I think it's the dramatic hearing loss. Sure, it could be that, but I, I do wonder if you would be helped by better sound quality. I mean, yeah, dude, I could be a 90-year-old and just get a soundbar and crank up the volume to, like, sure. disturb my neighbor's levels. What about, like, headphones? Headphones would do the trick. Yeah. But then just other people headphones. couldn't couldn't watch with me. I don't True. guess. Um, yeah, I, just, I don't actually know. I, you know what? How many it's headphones all kind of you just, can connect? It's all kind of solved by subtitles, though. Subtitles it are great. It is sort of solved, but... but what if I could just solve it again? <laughs> <laughs> what if we could fix it a second time? What um, if I... I think your solution is in need of a solution. Yeah, the old Elon Musk sort of mm-hmm. approach to life. Or the old tech a startup. A solution solution. Yeah. Now, we've taken something that's clearly not broken. We've created mm-hmm. a convoluted way to fix it again. Yeah. Yes. Um, a convoluted and expensive. Convoluted and expensive. 
for mm-hmm. sure. The hallmarks of a solutions solution. Mm-hmm. Disruptors, it's, it's like, am I right? Mm-hmm, disrupting all over this place. But yeah, so so Winona Ryder does a, a pretty good job. Uh, Gary Oldman does a good job. And then Keanu. And then Keanu. Yeah, we're dancing around Keanu on this one. Yeah. I, like... I don't know. I feel like he doesn't have a whole lot happening in this movie. Kinda. Yeah. But can I give you a little peek into the uh, preparation for this role? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, a little bit. Good. Yeah. Um, Keanu's mom is from England. Hmm. I'm 99% sure on that one. I will look it up. Huh. But, um... And... So there's that. Second part. Yeah. There's a wonderful video that's on YouTube that you can go find. I assume it's still there. I saw it eons ago. Um... Of Keanu Reeves walking around London preparing for this role. Just trying it out. Trying out the accent. Mm-hmm. And he comes across a giant statue of, of, a, of a guy. And it says his name at the bottom. And Keanu, bless him, turns to the statue and goes, Viscount! And someone off screen goes, It's Viscount! And he goes, Viscount! Um, yeah. And I adore that. <laughs> so... That's what you're getting in this movie is a guy who mispronounced yeah. Viscount. Um, it's I think that's an honest mistake. Yeah, no, not knocking him for anything. It's just what, what you I see in the movie for sure. Yeah, what I can't figure out is that he his approach to a British accent is to just say Transylvania. Transylvania. And that's it. He honestly, he does not approach a single other word with a British accent. And I think I think I know what the problem is. Okay. Yeah, what's that? So, his character is supposed to be uh on the porter side, yes? Um cuz he thinks he's too poor to marry Mina. I'd say he's like middle class, I think. Just can you just fucking yes and this? Yes, sure, yeah. <laughs> so, here's the thing. He's trying to go for a posh British accent, and I think that's the wrong mm. approach. He needs to go full Cockney. Oi, governor! Oi, Are you Dracula? <laughs> Are you trying to suck my blood, governor? Are you trying to suck my blood, governor, Dracula? Oi, it's all sticky. It's all sticky all over the place. These strange women are trying to fucking suck me, but not in the way I want. (laughs) The best part of you doing this accent is the face. Um, Yeah. You you have a cockney face, and I love that. I, I... I hate to sound like a prick, but I find that if I do the face, that accent sort of... I gotta get all the way in. No, I understand. I I am so yeah. on board with this. You gotta get Michael Caine face going <laughs> in a big way. Michael Caine face. Michael Caine. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I think that's the approach he should have taken. Yeah. It would have been. Yeah, it would have been better. Across the board, I was just processing every so. scene he's in. 
Um, yeah, it would have been because take the first scene where we mm-hmm. really see him stretching his legs on this accent when he's mm-hmm. talking to I don't remember his name, the guy that owns the law firm that's sending him to Transylvania. Transylvania. Um, Transylvania. Um, yeah, so he's got like a pretty well to do English accent. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to send you to Transylvania. And then if he mm-hmm. had just gone, oh, I wish that, Gov. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> For who? Account. Can I oh. get there by carriage? <laughs> it would have been better. It would have been hands down better. For sure. Uh, oh, can I get a bubble and squeak first? Yeah, you know. You know. That would have been nice. Um, why is Keanu so fucking horny? Hmm. Because we get yeah. so many fuck scenes with this guy, and I, d- I think that's the right way to call it. They're not sex scenes. They're fuck scenes. Hmm. Now, what would the difference be between a sex scene and a fuck scene? Now, for the viewers at home, because I believe I'm tracking... But I mm-hmm. want to make sure we nail this thing down. Yeah. Uh, wetter. Ooh, the yeah, the moistness. Mm-hmm. And the I'd say the energy as well. Um, yeah. No love is being made here. No. This no, is no, no, about no, 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 no. about jumping bones. Yeah, and what you're seeing is just a dirty dog doing what he won't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we get it, a lot it, of those, don't we, with Keanu? Yeah, lot, lot of those fuck scenes. Um, this one had possibly my least favorite. Okay, with the mm-hmm. the three wives of Dracula, or yeah, yeah, yeah. did not enjoy. A uh, zero out of ten, three thumbs down. Mm. Would not recommend for one thing. Okay. And it was a nipple suck with some blood, and it was unclear as to whether blood was spraying from Keanu's nipple or was just sort of, like, being drooled upon it. It was pretty bad. Yeah, and it's not... For the viewers at home, too, who haven't seen this movie, um, you may be thinking... The nipple is sort of part of a pastiche that you're looking oh, at. Oh no! Oh no! 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 This is a zoomed in. The nipple Extreme is extreme close up. <laughs> yeah, it's the featured actor of this pretty lengthy scene. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to see individual skin cells on a fucking nipple? Uh, because boy, oh boy, do I have the flick for you. Yeah. It's just, it's pretty, oh, it's not great. Would you like some IMDb facts brought to you by McKenna? I would love some IMDb facts brought to you by McKenna. Oh, uh, quick thing. Uh, Kenna called those women sheet goblins. Interesting. Because they just kind of come up from out of the sheets. Oh, and yeah, I... they do. I forgot about yeah. that. They're just sort of birthed from the sheets. And so she was just like, huh, sheet goblins. Mm. And I was like, you're not wrong. You're, she's uh, not. 
When is Kenna ever wrong, though? She's never, never wrong. He really, truly never. Yeah. Uh, so, Gary Oldman went pretty fucking far in prepping for this role. Um, he distances himself from the cast to increase, like, the sort of, like, alienation to his character to the point where the cast only met him during rehearsals and never saw him again. Where did he go? Where did Gary Oldman go? I can tell you one place. The coffin where he actually fucking slept. Oh, that is choice. (sighs) I just... It's so bonkers. (laughs) It is so bonkers. How do you procure a coffin for sleep purposes? I think you can get a coffin. I mean, I know you can just walk into a place that sells coffins. A funeral um, home is sure. what they're called. Yeah, yeah. But I'm assuming there's other places, um, like a coffin wholesaler. Um, mm, yeah. You know. I I do think it would be pretty fun to walk into a, a funeral home and be like, what's your coziest one? This is what I'm saying, because... I'm buying a coffin for myself. Okay, sir. Kind of morbid, but I guess I'm falling. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Sure. You're, planning, you're not falling. Planning for the future. Yeah. What I need is a good coffin for sleeping in. Um, excuse me like while I call the cops. The long sleep? <laughs> no. Like an eight-hour sleep. Um. Huh. And, and meanwhile, like... He's just hitting the silent alarm mm-hmm. under the desk over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, I guess they take your money. Honestly, worse would be, oh, no, I need it for sleeping. I'm playing Dracula in a movie. Gary Oldman? <laughs> what are you? And I. Okay. I want to sure. get into my role. Yeah. You know, where I barely sleep in a coffin yeah this is shit that works for established actors but if you try to pull Mm -hmm. this shit as like a tish school of arts student Mm -hmm. uh, no one's selling you shit man yeah it's a you you gotta have some cachet before you pull this shit yeah 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 so later Uh, Like, I I think a few years after the movie came out, Keanu said that he was not happy with his work in this. Um, And apparently it's because he was exhausted because he had just finished filming, like, I think two or three other movies. Hmm. So maybe maybe that's why the accent was Garbo is because he doesn't know who he's fucking playing. (laughs) Which one is this? Oh, the Dracula one. Okay. Uh, right, right. Transylvania. I'm, I'm, am I Johnny Utah in this one? Mm-hmm. No. Mm, shit. Um, so, let's, well, let's put a pin in this one. Okay, so for right now, mm-hmm. I'm willing to say that the jury's still out on whether or not Keanu Reeves can do an accent. Yeah, I feel like we're, like most of the jury... Is like, nah, he can't. But we've got a couple sort of a 12 Angry Men style holdouts. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah, so let's let's just hope for the future that we see a mm-hmm. well-rested Keanu who's been accent coached trying to deliver his best attempt and maybe maybe then it'll work out. There you go. Um, and then the last one is uh, the wedding scene between Nina and uh, and Jonathan. Mm-hmm. That was a, a reshoot done at, at a Greek Orthodox church in Los Angeles. And they got a real deal Romanian Orthodox minister to, to do it. And apparently he did the whole ding dang thing. So legally they were not married. But I think technically, mm. um, sort of in the eyes of God, Keanu and Winona Ryder were married. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So you go into the movie for the mm-hmm. cash. Let's be honest. That's why people do do anything. It's for the money. Um, mm-hmm. But then you come out of it with the money. And, and a wife. And a wife. Or a husband. A surprise spouse. Mm-hmm. That you weren't expecting. And now you got to support them and listen to them talk about their dreams. And all that stuff. Yeah, kind of... Kind of wish you had not spoiled the name of my new TLC show, Surprise Spouse. Surprise Spouse is really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you hook people? How would you get them surprisingly wed? Honestly, I think you kind of pull the same shit as this, where it's like, hey, I'm filming yeah. a short film. I need, uh, I, I gotta have a scene where a couple people get married. Can you do it? And it's all just a real legal wedding. Yeah. Yeah. If you could go the extra mile and get them to go to the courthouse too. Like, oh, we shot the, mm-hmm. the church scene, but we do need you to go. I have to see you. I have to film you signing the documents for the short film. It's really authentic. And got yeah, them. And, and, and everyone, every time, they're like, I'm not actually getting married right and they go it's it's for the cameras mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like i'm signing a lot of real marriage documents here um it, yeah it's it's for the cameras oh so it's not real it it is for the cameras it is for the cameras that kind of takes the wind out of the sails at the end when you do scream got him um <laughs> Got him. You're married. <laughs> You're married. Because then they're just going to be like, yeah, I kind of thought that's where this was going. Yeah, but. that kind of felt like you were tricking me into getting married. And then uh, and then they yell, surprise spouse. And they throw confetti and run away. Yeah. Coming this fall uh, to TLC. It's going to be a good time. I mean, come on, man. They're making MILF Manor. Sure. And Extreme so, Sisters, they'll do this. They'll do this. Here's the other. I bet they would make them do a covenant marriage, mm. um, which is at least a thing here in Arkansas, but I imagine it's in other sort of uh, southern states too, where it's way harder to get out of. Now, I, this is a new one to me, but I trust you that this is the thing. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a thing because it's uh it's some some religious. Bribbledy brabbledy. Um, yeah. 
and and uh, yeah, you you have to make much more of a case to kind of get out of a covenant marriage. Damn. So I feel like surprise spouse, you can't you can't just like turn around and get it an old or something. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you're pretty pretty well locked into this thing. I adore that. Not only are you married, you're super married. We got you mm-hmm. s- legally super married. <laughs> yes. Um, I have a question. Okay. So, um, there's there's a lot of like fighting vampires with crosses, but here's my question: Where does Dracula stand? On Jews. Hmm. Hmm. Like, if you hold up like some sort of Star of David to Dracula, is he gonna be like, Bleh, or is he just gonna be like, Lachaim? I think the latter. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think he probably has an ambivalent to friendly relationship with the I'd local like Romanian so. Jews. <laughs> like, just, Shalom. Shalom. Can, can I say that? Is that acceptable? Because <laughs> they've... Well, let's look at the facts. So the reason that Dracul is so pissed off at God is because he did something with the Crusades. and it, Yeah, something like that. And then his lover threw herself off of the top of a tower. Whatever. He feels betrayed by God. Um, uh-huh. Specifically, he does stab a cross that begins to bleed. He does stab a cross that does bleed, which I didn't realize crosses did. Yeah, I think that one was special. Um, Okay. Yeah, I don't think they're just blood packs, uh, fancy blood packs. Who knows? Nobody knows how they get the places that they are. It's true, and nobody has tried to stab a cross recently. So Mm -hmm. maybe maybe go try to stab a cross with a great big great sword. Mm. I'm not going to co-sign that. I I can't. <laughs> Luke, in the climate that we're in, we can't have a couple of Jews be, uh, saying, <laughs> saying to, to a white audience, go, go, go step across. No. Go step across. Uh-uh. Um, no. <laughs> no. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. See if it bleeds. Um, <laughs> wink. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thinking, and I love this. I love the idea that he feels horribly betrayed by Christianity and became this demon mm-hmm. of darkness. But when it comes to other religions, like if he meets like a Buddhist person, he's just like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, tell me about your beliefs. That sounds cool. Yeah, I can be cool. supportive. It's, that seems pretty legit. It seems so pretty you just cool. Become reincarnated based on how you are, yes. That seems. I could get behind that, yes. Mm hmm. But then you throw a cross no. in his face and the guy goes ballistic. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's rude, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, to be fair to Dracula. Mm hmm. A people... statement we've all said. Yeah, to be fair to this guy. If you st- if if I everywhere I went people are just throwing crosses in my face all the time and then mm-hmm. screaming at me about the power of Christ, I'd probably set a couple on fire myself. Well, and here's the thing. It's not even necessarily that like he felt 
I mean, he felt betrayed, sure, but, like, I kind of feel like within good reason, because the the man went off to do some murder of some variety. Yeah. And while he's gone, his wife receives a fake letter that says that he's died, so she jumps off a balcony into a river and dies. And then uh, he comes home, and he's like, oh, dear God, the love of my life, this is awful. Oh, 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 no. And then the priests are like, yeah, but she's going straight to hell. Uh, Ooh, yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah, mm -hmm. there is that whole business. That's the part that undoes him, because he's like, oh, this is this is rough, but you know, I can I can get past it. And then uh, the priest, played by Anthony Hopkins, uh, <laughs> is like, oh no, she's going to hell. You know that, right? She goes yeah. straight to hell. Uh, and that's when he's like, fuck y'all. And then he stabs the cross and drinks the blood that comes out of it. Which may or may not happen with most of them. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, so again, I, I maybe what he does is he meets, you know, like a rabbi or whatever. And, uh, and his first thing is like, where do you stand on suicide? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, um, I mean, please, please don't. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> like, you're not gonna, not gonna go to hell or anything for it. And he's like, where do I sign up? Yeah. Do you have club I can attend? Social can I, functions. Do I have to get circumcised? Because I will. Mm-hmm. I, I will do it. Um... So yeah, Jewish Dracula seems like maybe a great sequel. <laughs> It'd just be low-key just hanging out at the JCC and mm-hmm. just like <laughs> taking swim aerobics classes. Uh, hey, Rabbi, pass another latke over here, please. They're mm-hmm. delicious. Just having a chill-ass time uh, mm-hmm. finding a new path through life. Yeah. I'd love to see it. What's your favorite um, vampire power? Hmm, super speed. Uh, super speed does seem pretty good. Because it was used in the book in the best way possible. And it is. Which is? So Dracul doesn't have a house staff. Um, oh. But when Jonathan shows up, he tells him he does. And then things keep happening as if there were house staff. So what this is means he just is bolting yeah. around his house. Yeah. Cleaning it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and making food and stuff. So this means the mm-hmm. guy is like, tonight we will have uh, cooked quail for dinner. And then like uses zoom. super speed to zoom out and make some cooked quail uh, at lightning Which- speed. Well, can you? Because it's still got cook through. Yeah. No, I think he would. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a lot of raw dishes. I yeah. I mean, maybe not great. Maybe not great on the food front. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just imagine he's like tonight we will be having tartar, and it's like oh okay that's that's pretty fucking good, and then the next night he's like ceviche. <laughs> um, and it's like, huh, okay, 
the salad. Yeah. Is by salad the, okay? By the time you've done sushi 15 nights in a row, <laughs> you're starting to question things. Um, Why is none of this hot? Yeah. But I just love the idea of being able to entertain a guest and then use super speed to like go fold one of those like towel animals, <laughs> put some peppermints yes. on his bed. Um, I love it. <laughs> so I love it so much. Super speed, hands down. Sam, what's your favorite? Um, there are two. Okay. So, um, one I think is not necessarily like a great power, but I I think the comedic value is really good. And that's when he turns into a green gas and sneaks under the bed covers with an Winona Ryder and then leaks out the top and looks like she did a big stinky fart. Mm. The big stinky fart power is pretty good. Yeah, I that's think a good... it's pretty powerful to be like, uh, just to turn into just like personified stink lines. Yeah. And to... To just like waft over to someone and be like, "Look at me, look, Patrick did big nasty fart." Yeah. Uh, well, we can't forget too that the big nasty fart was also used to kill Tom Waits. So yeah. kill Renfield. So I, you know, ostensibly it is silent and deadly. Very deadly. Yeah. Uh, my other is that he seems to be able to turn tears into diamonds. Now, that one's a lucrative one. That seems pretty good. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. That's Mm -hmm. great work if you can get it. Yeah, because all you need for that is clinical depression and a jeweler that you like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. I think it's... But unless... Okay. I think he needs other people's tears, though. Right? Oh, okay. Well, then you get a surprise spouse with clinical depression and yeah. a jeweler you like. <laughs> yes. Oh, coming this fall to TLC. <laughs> or, I guess, like, a tear duct problem. I, I guess they don't have to be, like, clinically yeah. sad. They could just sort of have, like, overactive tear ducts. Yeah. Just making them watch dog movies where the dog <laughs> dies at the end constantly. Yeah. Um, How about uh, Marley and me tonight? <laughs> Please, it's we've watched it every day for the last three months. I can't cry anymore. Okay, okay, I understand. You're tired of Marley and me. How about my dog Skip? Mm, okay, I guess I haven't seen that one. <laughs> does the dog, the dog doesn't live? die at the end? Does it? I cannot say. I have not seen it myself. Wink. <laughs> uh but the mortgage is getting paid isn't it yeah i need more diamonds to fund our lifestyle <laughs> yeah <sighs> yeah pretty good i guess Mm-hmm. um you want to talk about next week yeah let's talk about next week yeah Let's see. Let's look at the old IMDP page. Let's, let's see what we got happening next week. Because, folks, next week, if the page will fucking load... Okay. Uh, we have 1993's Much Ado About Nothing. Hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, sort of an open and shut book. Um, well, have you seen it? I think I have, actually. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um... So what do you I think? Haven't. What do you think Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing is about, Sam? I think Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing is uh, based on a play that Shakespeare did. That, um, as we all know, he traveled into the future, watched Seinfeld, came back in a time, and said, "I loved this show that was about nothing." <laughs> <laughs> It's the puffy shirt. And then the entire crowd <laughs> just clapped. Oh, yes, this is good stuff. He bestoweth upon me a puffy shirt. A puffy shirt. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. so I'm pretty sure that's what Much Ado About Nothing is. Sounds sounds right to me. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see who's right. Uh, well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on Mastodon at uh, Hanksy Panksy at home.social. You can send us an email at Hanksy Panksy Pod at gmail.com. And you can find us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Hanksy Panksy. We got a lot of fun stuff over there, doing cool things, monthly episodes, blah, blah, blah. We ranked a bunch of Pokemon. Uh, and we also have Hanks' heroes, Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. I want your blood. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. it to him. Give him yeah. your blood. Please. Uh, Luke, you got a final quote? I do. And it's a classic that's in every single Dracula adaptation, and it is, I never drink wine. You said it real sexy, like for some reason, yeah, I gave like it. a real horny read on that. <laughs> it's a vampire movie; they're all pretty horny. They are pretty fucking horny. Uh, well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of uh, Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with 1993's Much Ado About Nothing.